Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Love and Radio is a great show for people who like their podcasts audio rich. No studio banter or information overload. It just gathers up great first-person stories, some pretty adult-themed, it has to be said, and puts them front and centre using cutting-edge sound design. As one happy listener puts it, the stories are great, strange, intense, the sound is a delight, and they've never tried to get me to accept a tote bag. Here's some of a recent Love and Radio story called Coming Back, and it's all about a near-death experience that Pam Reynolds had when she underwent major brain surgery in 1991. Doctors cooled her body down to less than half of its normal temperature and temporarily stopped her heart during the procedure. And she experienced the sensation of leaving her body behind on the operating table, of being bathed in this calming light, and she met a succession of dead friends and relatives she knew. The experience had a profound spiritual dimension and changed her forever. There was absolutely no fear and no sense of, I must be in heaven. They wouldn't let me go all the way into the light, first of all. So I tried to? Oh, yeah, I wanted to. But I was stopped. I was told, if... I were permitted to go all the way in there, then it would be impossible for the me that was there to be joined with the me that was back in the operating room. And there would be people who didn't like that, so no. Now, I've heard that many people are given a choice during the near-death experience whether or not to return to the body. They didn't give me any choice. I was going. And I didn't like it. Oh, I was shown my generations. I was shown a sea of people not wearing light, looking perfectly normal. I recognized my children or their faces in adulthood. Some of my elders. And there were a lot of people I didn't recognize. But the idea was... If you give this, it outlasts you because these are your voices. This, this is your voice long after you're gone from the world. This is what you leave the world. It's the only true, real thing that you leave, the ones that carry on when you're gone. And there was a whole sea of people that, because I lived, carried on. There was a point at which I understood, and I can't really say how I understood, that I would be going back. The first communication was, my grandmother 
expressing she would not be the one to take me back. And my uncle communicated, I'll be the one. And we went back the same way I had come in. It was the entire process in reverse. It was not rapid, it was very slow. And there I was again with him, looking down at the body. Only at this point, that thing looked like a train wreck. It looked like what it was, dead. I did not want to get in it. I didn't even want to look at it. And now my uncle is reasoning with me. He says, sweetheart, it's like diving into the swimming pool. Just dive in. And I said, you know what? I don't think I want to do that. And he said, well, sweetie, and here's another strange thing. He started reminding me of all my favorite things. My favorite thing to eat, my favorite smell, my, my favorite bird songs. And I'm looking down, and they, the body jumped. There were people around the gurney, and the body jumped. And I thought, okay, you know what? They're electrocuting that thing. I'm not getting my uncle pushed me. I'd heard the title track to the Eagles Hotel California album from where I was. But when I hit the body, the line was, you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. And the body jumped again. Now that time I was in it, I felt it. And I opened my eyes. Everyone was so solemn and so, and I thought, you know, I'm not dead yet. And this is not a funeral. And everything was just funny. Everything was funny. I just thought it was all a big joke of some kind. And your description of the operating room matched what happened? Yes. In fact, when I went back to see Dr. Spetzler a little over a year later for a checkup, I mentioned to him, I heard rock and roll in the OR. Spetzler hates rock and roll. He's a classical aficionado. I thought, okay, it's a hallucination. They're playing the title track, the Eagles album. Okay. Dr. Spetzler said, you know what? I wasn't there. The minute he left, the rest of the team, and I didn't know they played music in the operating room. You've said a few times that it was a hallucination. I thought it was at the time. I'm pretty sure now it wasn't. Tell me, tell me why do you think it, it isn't, wasn't now? Well, um, Dr. Sabom did the research, and Dr. Spetzler always knew that an, it takes an active brain to have a hallucination. Even in a deep coma, you don't hallucinate. I was hooked up to an EEG machine, which measures brain waves, both primitive and upper brain. There was nothing, nothing, nothing. And if I had had a hallucination, it would have registered on the EEG. And let me ask you, do you now believe that there's life after death? The death of the physical body? Personally? Yeah. I always have. But that's a faith-motivated thing. I don't, however, believe that my experience unequivocally proves life after death. What I do believe on a clinical level and I've spoken with a lot of physicians who think now and have thought quite some time that consciousness itself is not necessarily, while it may be recorded in the brain for us to talk about, 
it is not necessarily experienced in the brain, the brain alone. Yeah, brain was stopped. Mm -hmm. It was it had no blood. Mm -hmm. It's intriguing. I'm just absolutely blown away by it's my mind can go forever. What if this? What if that? Well, I think of it as uh, William James, he talks about to prove that not all crows are black, you don't have to see every crow, you just have to see one white crow. And I think to prove... That's a lonely crow. <laughs> <laughs> Poor crow. It's great for science, but, you know. <laughs> Do you feel like the white crow? Uh, yeah. Does it feel lonely? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Coming back from Love and Radio, produced by Stephen Jackson and Julia DeWitt, edited by Nick van der Kolk. Thanks for listening to the podcast hour from RNZ. If it's helping you find new stuff to listen to, then please consider giving us a review or a rating on iTunes or the Apple Podcast, Apple Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from to help other people find us too. And if you're writing a review, then do let me know if you think you'd like to hear fewer shows, longer clips, or more interviews with the people making the shows that we feature. And if you can mention the show to a family or friend or subscribe to it at RNZ The Podcast Hour, then I'd be pathetically grateful. Thanks a lot. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.